0: So what is it with bridges? There always seems to have existed a strange fascination with these structures, both good and bad. We marvel at the engineering and utility of the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, or the George Washington Bridge in New York City, or the causeway that crosses Lake Pontchartrain in Louisiana, basically a 24-mile bridge that spans the entire lake and connects the cities of Metairie and Mandeville. It's the longest overwater bridge in the world. But what I'm interested in is the darker side of these structures. Not the romance of the covered bridges in Madison County, Iowa, or the stunning bridge that spans the New River Gorge in West Virginia. Iconic to the point that it made it onto the back of the state quarter. It's the longest single-span steel arch in the U.S. and the third highest bridge in the country. All that's awesome, really. I love the history of bridges, the design, the math involved. I love the metaphorical significance of bridge building, as well as the real-world benefits when it comes to safely decreasing travel times. Okay, all of that being said, bring on the ghosts. Welcome back to The Devil Within. You're listening to The Goatman's Bridge. Before we get into today's story, please understand that there are a ton of allegedly haunted bridges out there. The question is why. Bridges aren't inherently scary. There have been some famous scary events that happened on bridges, especially in popular media. Who can forget the scene from the classic film Stand By Me, when the four intrepid adolescents found themselves past the point of no return on a very long very tall bridge, with a massive steam train bearing down on them.
1: At least now we know when the next train was due
0: then there's the beautiful haunting story occurrence at owl creek bridge where a condemned man is set to be executed by hanging with the punishment to be carried out off the side of a bridge spanning owl creek in northern alabama the story is set during the civil war and the man to be put to death was set up by a union spy who urged him to burn the recently repaired bridge. At that time, any civilian caught damaging critical infrastructure would be summarily executed. As the sentence is carried out, the rope breaks, and the man plunges into the water below and makes his escape, desperate to return to his wife and family several miles away through the woods. It's a beautifully written story with a terrific ending that I won't spoil, but you should check it out. I grew up in a town with a supposedly haunted bridge. It's not even named, and if you don't know where it is, you might not realize you even crossed a bridge. But it has a ghostly pedigree required to remain in the lexicon of spooky places. It's actually a haunted bridge on a haunted road. Clinton Road in North Jersey. If you listen to Season 1 of The Devil Within, you're well aware of this most haunted of roads. In fact, it was for a time voted the most haunted road in America, and it was right in my own backyard. It was deep in the forbidding woods off Clinton Road that Tommy Sullivan supposedly became a member of a secret satanic cult that would set the stage for the brutal murder-suicide that would propel the small town of Jefferson, New Jersey, my hometown, into the garish light of the satanic panic. A few miles into the woods along Clinton Road, long past any signs of civilization there's kind of a sharp U-turn and then a bridge that spans a small creek. The bridge is barely two car lengths and there's no change in elevation. The only thing that might let you know you're even on a bridge is the low rock walls that line both sides. If you're familiar with the only structure in the area for miles, the ruins of Cross Castle, you'll recognize the building technique as well as the materials of these low walls on the bridge. It was the same craftsman who built Cross Castle in the early 1900s. Probably to prevent absent-minded people on horseback and early automobile enthusiasts from going over the edge of the bridge and falling the six feet or so into the shallow creek below. And that's where the legend comes in. The story of the Clinton Road Bridge goes back to the turn of the century, the turn of the 20th century when a young boy from neighboring West Milford Township was walking through the woods on a lazy summer day. Clinton Road was an unpaved wagon wheel rutted gravel road back then, little more than a trail through the woods to get to the massive construction project that would eventually become Cross Castle. This young boy reached the bridge and, as curious kids do, stopped to peer over the low wall. He retreated to the gravel path and scooped up a handful of rocks just to throw him in the water. Look, that's the kind of shit kids did back in the days before video games. He killed time. The legend goes that this kid, while looking over the wall, saw a shiny penny sitting on the creek bed. And rather than simply walking back off the bridge and wading into the creek from the shore to retrieve his treasure, he climbed onto the wall and was about to jump in when his foot caught on a loose stone and he fell in awkwardly hitting his head and drowning in the shallow depths of the gently flowing creek. Now it's said that if you drive over the bridge at midnight and drop a penny over the downstream side, you'll see the face of the boy reflected in the water instead of your own, and he'll even throw your penny back to you in an effort to spare you the same fate that he met with. So, a considerate ghost... Now imagine six teenagers jammed into mom's Honda on a Saturday night looking for kicks, driving through the darkness in pursuit of a ghost. On the surface, it sounds silly, but in the moment, it's really terrifying. And looking back, hell of a lot of fun. No one I know has ever seen the ghostly reflection, but I also don't know many who had the balls to actually get out of the car on that desolate bridge in the middle of the woods and go through with the ritual. For me, despite the local legend, the whole scary bridge thing began with the Norwegian folk tale, The Three Billy Goats Gruff. We all know the story. Three goat brothers ate all the grass on their side of the stream, but they could see bountiful meadows just across an old bridge and decided to go after it. The youngest and smallest was first across and he was met by a terrible troll that lived under the bridge. He told the young goat that it was his right to eat anyone who crossed his bridge, and he sure was hungry that day. The small goat said, Before you eat me, Mr. Troll, please understand that I have older brothers much bigger than me. They're going to be crossing soon and either of them would make a much better meal. Little brothers, am I right? The troll thought that and was like, Yeah, that sounds much better please enjoy the grass on the other side, young man. The middle brother was next, and the same scenario played out. I'm going to eat you. No, wait for my older larger brother. Okay, cool. Enjoy the grass. The big brother comes across next, and by now the troll is starving, and his eyes get wide when he sees the size of this delicious goat. But what he doesn't realize is that this goat is a badass and has no time for any of this troll's nonsense. The big goat lowers his head and charges the troll, who's no match for the big curly horns on the top of the goat's head. The troll is rammed right off the bridge into the water below where he's carried off by the current and drowns. Then Big Brother joins his siblings and they eat all the damn grass they please. But trolls living under bridges and eating people or animals that try to cross stayed with me. Also, I'm not ashamed to admit that I didn't understand the title of that story until today. I always thought the S on the end of goats was possessive, not plural. Like the story was something about a bunch of gruff, or whatever, owned by three billy goats. It dawned on me while writing this that gruff was the last name of the goats. Like the Brothers Grimm, I love learning stuff, but I don't know how that one got by me. Now, as far as haunted bridges go, there's a cool one in Alabama called Hell's Gate that I'll probably cover in a later episode, but today I'm going to be talking about the Old Alton Bridge, a rusty old iron behemoth that spans Hickory Creek and connects the communities of Copper Canyon and Denton in the suburbs of Dallas, Texas. The Old Alton Bridge is a truss bridge built in 1884 truss bridges are simple, strong, and durable. You've seen them everywhere probably most of your life. They're primarily a series of triangles that distribute the heavy loads to the solid foundations that the vertical beams rest on. Up until the 1850s, truss bridges were made of heavy timber and then covered to protect the structure from the elements. But as blast furnaces became commonplace and iron was suddenly abundant, iron truss bridges began popping up across the country. And by the 1870s, timber was phased out as a building material for truss bridges. Many hundreds of iron truss bridges from the 1880s are still in use today. In the early 1900s, the Old Alton Bridge became synonymous with a grotesque cryptid called the Goatman. I think i think it is anyway the name is spelled as one word goat man but not separated as goat space man maybe i'm supposed to be pronouncing it goatman but that sounds silly to me so i'm going to go with goat man this particular cryptid is a man from the waist to the neck and all goat everywhere else yeah goat legs and feet so you know hooves a goat head So just human torso, chest, well, arms, I guess, and hands. Kind of like the Deer Man, the other urban myth from my hometown in Jersey. Legend has it that the Goat Man will appear at the sound of his name by someone walking across his bridge. And the old Alton has been suspected of being a portal to hell, also. If you cross the bridge at exactly 3 a.m. and look back over your shoulder, allegedly the gates of hell will appear. These tropes are well known in the arena of urban legends. Say Candyman three times and he appears, this bridge or that well or this basement is a portal to hell. Okay, scary, sure. But what makes the Goatman's Bridge unique?
1: Denton County Bridge is the focus of a terrifying ghost story. Goatman's Bridge is a 138 year old structure connecting the cities of Denton and Copper Canyon. And as legend has it, if you visit you may not be alone. Madison Sawyer takes us there. Nestled in the woods in the middle of Denton County lies old Alton Bridge. Built in 1884, it's better known as Goatman's Bridge. I think everybody
0: thinks about it when they're driving by.
1: It's become somewhat of a spectacle after being featured in one of the most popular episodes of online paranormal series BuzzFeed Unsolved. But its origin is a tale that has been passed down for generations.
2: It tells this kind of uh, different side of history uh, that reminds us that hey, we, you know, we have uh, we have ghosts to reckon with.
1: It's one of Denton's most legendary ghost stories and most terrifying. If
2: you go there at night now, you could possibly see the Goat Man. There was a man named Oscar Washburn. He he was a goat farmer, and so he had. Uh, decided that he was going to put a sign up on the bridge to direct them down the dirt path to this way to the Goat Man.
1: There's no official record of Washburn, but historians say he was killed in a race-motivated attack on this very bridge.
0: Well, one version of the story has it that the Goat Man is himself the victim of a cruel haunting. Many years ago, before the Iron Bridge went up and the only way to cross Hickory Creek for miles in either direction was by walking along an ancient hickory tree that had fallen as the result of a terrible storm. The tree had fallen perfectly across the creek and allowed easy passage for years. As a result, that spot became so popular that when the time came for a proper Hickory Creek crossing, the creek had by that point been named after the tree that spanned it, the first timber frame bridge went up in the early 1800s. Well before the iron Old Alton Bridge was erected, there was an incident involving her predecessor. Shortly after the Civil War ended, in early 1866, a man named Oscar Washburn moved to the area and started a goat farm. Mr. Washburn was a freed slave, and rather than seeking his fortunes in the North, like many other African Americans chose to, he left Louisiana and headed west. But he didn't have to go very far before an opportunity presented itself. And rather suddenly, he was a goat farmer. The sting of the Confederate loss was still very fresh across the southern states and Mr. Washburn's arrival in the small community of Denton, Texas wasn't very well received. Now as a businessman with a struggling concern in a rather hostile environment, Mr. Washburn had to do whatever he could to drum up business. And one possible revenue stream was to sell his abundance of goat's milk. And he made the fateful decision to advertise with a sign on the Hickory Creek Bridge. Fresh goat's milk this way, with an arrow pointing towards his farm. That was all that was needed for the more sinister element in town to get rid of Mr. Washburn once and for all. A secret meeting of the local legislature was called, and a new law was quietly passed... That forbade any signage for the purpose of soliciting on public bridges a warrant was issued for mr washburn's arrest and according to reports in the process of serving that warrant mr washburn resisted and injured a police officer things spiraled out of control and before he knew it oscar had a noose around his neck and was being thrown off the bridge but in a scene right out of occurrence at owl creek bridge the rope snapped, and Mr. Washburn was able to escape and was never heard from again. Or, after his death by hanging, the parties responsible got rid of the body and claimed he had gotten away. And it's the spirit of Oscar Washburn, now transformed into the satyr known as the Goatman, who lives beneath the bridge that took his life and preys on those who dare speak his name.
2: Visiting the bridge is always kind of daring a visit with the goat man. Going on onto the bridge and knocking three times. It's kind of a summons uh, or a dare, if you will.
0: No, I I haven't done that, but uh, yeah, I know
2: people that did. Your mind will play tricks on you. You'll swear you hear something or swear you just saw something.
1: There are a lot of reports of eerie encounters on the bridge and in the woods surrounding.
2: They heard uh, many spirits in the woods, uh, glowing red eyes, the smell of sulfur, uh, smell of death, uh, hoofbeats and stomping around in the woods.
0: It's everybody likes something that has history behind it that uh, there's, you know, can scare somebody or spook the kids or, you know, those are the ones that live on forever.
1: A paranormal hotspot that keeps some of the city's past in the shadows.
2: The history are the kind of comforting narratives that our community tells ourselves, but it's the ghost stories that really... Let us know the things that still haunt
0: us. It's also believed that a child who wandered off from her mother was a grisly victim of the Goatman, and when her mother learned of the fate of her beloved child and her grief, threw herself off the bridge to join her in death. Her ghostly spirit is thought to have joined the Goatman, and together they haunt the creek and surrounding woods. Which would explain the oft-heard lament of a grieving woman piercing the solace of many a country evening. In the summer of 1988, a few years after celebrating her 100th anniversary, the old Alton Bridge was recognized on the National Register of Historic Places. It has also since been designated as a Texas Historic Landmark. An interesting aspect of today's story is the cross-pollination, if you will, between popular media and urban legends. In The Three Billy Goats Gruff, there's an evil, non-human monster that lives beneath a bridge and eats people, or anthropomorphized goats, that attempt to cross. At the Old Alton Bridge, it's a truly terrifying to consider goat man. I mean, think about it for a second. Human torso and arms, goat legs and head, and a taste for human flesh? Yeah. Yeah. That would keep me off the damn bridge. Or the obvious parallels between occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge and the Oscar Washburn story of an egregious lynching at the hands of a white mob. The rope snaps and the hero escapes into the woods. Of course, at Owl Creek we get a very dramatic bait-and-switch ending that turns a hero's journey into a tragedy. With Oscar Washburn, the result is a little more nebulous. Did he escape and live a full life in a more enlightened part of the country? Did he meet his end hanging a few feet above Hickory Creek and then what? Become the goat man as a reincarnated vengeful satyr, doomed to haunt the woods surrounding the bridge where his human life was cut short. Oh, and he'll eat your children. Whatever the case, it's a fascinating story and one that will keep you on your toes if you should ever visit old Alton bridge. And you really should. Thanks for listening to The Devil Within. Make sure you're following The Devil Within wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Devil Within Pod. Until next time, stay safe out there. The Devil Within is a Cloud 10 media production, recorded live at Bel Air Studios in Los Angeles, California. Written and produced by Brandon Morgan. Executive produced by Sim Sarna. Our post-production supervisor is Bruce Witkin, who also provided original music for this episode. For The Devil Within, I'm your host, Brandon Morgan.